You know, and that's because the only person or the only organization that is able or capable of fixing a product is, is the organization or person that created that product. Yeah, there's a fine lady over there. Looks really good to, to me, very attractive. We'd, we'd like to talk to this young lady, get to talking to the young lady, having good conversations, right? And then as you get deeper into to the relationship, then you start to kind of learn things about this person or see things about this person that didn't see at first, right? Maybe not as attractive to you anymore and walked into an Audemars Baguette store, walked up to the counter and showed the individual this watch, said, hey man, I want you to take a look at this watch. It isn't like working for some reason. Um, can you fix this? Yo, this gentleman, <laughs> this gentleman looked at me and was like, sir, I'm going to need you to leave this store right now. I'm going to have you arrested. What's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome, welcome back to a new episode of the Miles Hype Podcast. This is Miles Jr., your host. And as always, the vision and goal of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you may think exist. Always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right. Uh, so, got a great topic I want to discuss today, right? So we're just coming off of uh, Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's week, all the lovers, everyone that celebrated, you know, happy val happy belated Valentine's to you. I trust everyone had a great time uh, spending this so-called Valentine's Day. Um, but my hope is that, you know, you, uh, you're also extending that celebration to uh, the rest of this year um, and every day with your your wife, with your husband, with your significant other, um, because I feel like love should be celebrated on a consistent basis, right? Um, so the topic I wanted to, to discuss today is uh, is incomplete by design, right? That's the that's the topic, incomplete by design, and this topic kind of stemmed from just you know our last conversation on the pod where we we were discussing. Uh, love and, and Valentine's in particular, right? And, and couples and just all of these things that come in, into play with relationships. And um, my, my, after, you know, the episode, my wife and I were having some conversations and I was reminded of um, our growth together, right? And, you know, where I started initially with our relationship, actually where I started when I started dating, period right when I was a, a, a much younger individual and uh, I just remembered um, something my dad had, had, had taught in, in one of his messages and it had you know I we we kind of get this <clears throat> this sense of like when we're looking for someone we try to find when we're looking for someone to date right in particular we, we, we try to find someone who has everything that we're looking for, right? Uh, you know, last year in one of my episodes, I, I, I discussed uh, us putting this checklist together, right? And, and my recommendation was to chuck the checklist. Um, so, you know, this is, I guess, a continuation even off that discussion. Um, and just knowing that, you know, first of all, um, well, here's where I want to start. I, I want to start with the greatest enemy to man, right? The, the greatest enemy to man is ignorance, right? Or a lack of knowledge. 
or to put another way, just a lack of understanding, right? That, that's our greatest enemy. Would any area that we lack knowledge in, uh, you know, we can be uh, coerced in, in, in that area of our lives because, you know, we don't have enough information. We don't have the understanding or the comprehension of the knowledge to, you know, make the right decisions or do the things that we need to do. So to counter that, right, we should always be seeking information, especially in the areas where we lack the most knowledge or are or, or most ignorant. Um, you know, we need knowledge and information for us to be successful in different areas of our lives, right? Uh, for us to uh, be successful and, and, and be knowledgeable or show ourselves wise, right? We need to attain information. We need to gain an understanding of that information. And then we need to apply that information into whichever area of life or our profession that we need to um, in order for us to be, to show ourselves wise and in order for us to be successful in that area, right? So our greatest enemy is a lack of knowledge. So in order for us to show ourselves um, knowledgeable, right? We should seek information. You know, when something, when we receive something or when we when we purchase something, right? Be it an electronic or, or be it some, device that, that we're using, uh, there's usually a little booklet or a sheet of paper uh, that gives us the instructions about that particular device, right? It's, it's, it's better known as a manual, right? The, the, the manual is, is something that teaches us how to use said device, right? This device was created by a manufacturer, produced by an individual or an organization, uh, and, you know, we spend our hard-earned dollars uh, purchasing these these items or these devices. Um, and sometimes we don't read the manual, right? We, we, we think we know it all. We, we think there are, that everything that we need to know about this device, we, we already know. Um, but a lot of the times we, we're using a small percentage of, or we're making use of a small percentage of, you know, that device or, or that product. Um, and the manual is very important when it comes to us really understanding and, and knowing or learning how to effectively and efficiently use the product, right? Now, when this product is broken, you know, we, we don't go to Joe Blow on the corner. At least we, we may go to Joe Blow on the corner. Uh, and, you know, Joe Blow may say he's capable of fixing said device or said product. And you get it back and it may be working and may work for, you know, a couple of days, a couple of hours or whatever. And then it, it kind of goes kaput, you know, and that's because the, the the only person or the only organization that is able or capable of fixing a product is is the organization or person that created that product. Um, because that person has all of the knowledge needed or necessary uh, for that product to, if it's broken, to be fixed. Right. It reminds me of, you know, I had a vehicle back in the day and this vehicle was giving me some problems. Couldn't really understand like what the problems were. Um, and it was uh, it, it, it was actually my 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 dad's car. Um, and, you know, at, at one point it was giving us some issues uh, needed to get it fixed. And unfortunately, there are no Jaguar uh, authorized dealers in the Bahamas, right? But there are a lot of individuals who are 
or who say they've been trained and are capable of repairing or servicing, you know, these types of vehicles. So we uh, were was introduced to a certain individual, took the vehicle to them. Uh, you know, they fixed the vehicle uh, or appeared to have fixed the vehicle, but the vehicle was still given some issues. Um, and it was just, you know, it, it was like, man, I spent all this money already trying to fix this vehicle from this person who said that they were capable of fixing it. Uh, but it still wasn't working. So took it to another individual who was actually an authorized dealer for this vehicle or a person that was authorized in dealing with these types of vehicles, right? He had all of his certifications and, and showed us the documents necessary to prove that he has been certified by the manufacturer themselves, right? Took the car to him, man, and, and you know, what he showed me, I was just blown away, right? Because there was an issue with, I, I think, the water pump in the car. And the previous guy that fixed it, yo, did he he rigged some type of mechanism where he duct taped one side and cut a hole in the other side and created this device that to him would work, right? Well, or would fix, I guess, the initial problem that we have, but it, it created so many other problems. Um, and it caused other issues in other areas with the car that there were initially no issues, right? And, you know, I was thinking about this topic and thinking about, uh, you know, being a person or having people when we, uh, when we have broken items or, or, or broken things, having people in place who are certified by the manufacturer to fix those items, right? Because if you go to a non-certified individual, they can not only... Uh, make the problem that you have worse, right? But it can create other problems and other issues. Um, because again, only the manufacturer of a product or a device uh, is capable of fixing that device or repairing that device if that device is broken because they understand every intricate uh, aspect of that device and, and what it takes for that device to work. Um, so why am I saying all of this, right? Because when we talk about relationships, I think we need to understand that, you know, male and female relationships was created by God, right? It was sanctioned by God. It was blessed by God. So everything that we need to know about relationships, especially dealing with male and females, husband and wife, everything we need to know is in the manual, right? And our manual is, as I call it, the life book, right? It's the book that uh, gives us all of the instructions, all of the laws, all of the principles that, that we need to learn. And, you know, when we are met with uh, these broken relationships or these broken marriages and, you know, we seek counsel from, you know, these so-called therapists or, you know, relationship coaches or whatever they are, and these individuals themselves are, aren't married or have been married multiple times or are themselves going through issues in their relationships, but there they are coaching you and, and, and helping you manage through the difficulties of your relationship. Um, and to me, it's counterproductive, right? It doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, right? And, and I, I never understood, you know, how couples would be okay with sitting down with an individual who either isn't married and you're talking to them about your marriage 
uh, or who has been married multiple times or has, has is, is going through or has gone through, you know, a, a relationship that was detrimental to to them, to their families and whatnot, but they're coaching you and you're sitting there getting coached from them, especially individuals who don't share the same values as the life book that, you know, I'm referencing right now. Um, again, because everything that we need to know is, is in, is in the, is in the Bible. Um, and you know, there, there are a couple of things that I, I wanted to kind of dispel when it comes to relationships, right? Because, you know, a lot of the times we are, we ask us, we ask us, at least I used to ask myself, I'm sorry, let me not put this on anyone, right? I would always, you know, when I was dating back in the day, you know, before I got married, before I met my, my wife, and I might have asked this question as well, right? It, it's, you know, is this the, the person for me, right? Or show me the person, God, that you have, have identified or have picked for me. And it would never, you know, that, that, prayer would never be answered because the principle is is was wrong right god doesn't pick our our partner partner he doesn't pick uh the person that we spend or we would want to spend the rest of our life with he doesn't pick the person that we want to get into a relationship with even uh he just allows us to see and 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 uh meet a lot of individuals and through those individuals that we meet and, and that we're around and that we get to interact with and spend time with, we make our own decisions, right? And from those decisions um, is where we need to then consciously make the choice and the effort to make that relationship work. Uh, you know, when when we get into a relationship, you know, it's it's not this fairy tale ending that you know we've been traditioned to or conditioned to to, to think or to, to want or to, des to desire in a relationship, right? We watch these, um, these rom-com movies, romantic comedies, these, uh, you know, these fairy tales uh, that we've, been, we've grown up watching over the years and we see this gentleman or this lady and they meet this, another gentleman or another lady and they have like a, a little turmoil in the beginning of the relationships or, or throughout the relationship. But at the end of the movie, like everything just works out and it just looks great. And, you know, the movie ends and in your mind, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, they've made it through that. They're good now. And the relationships is just smooth sailing from then. And that's not how it works at all. Right. I think every season of a relationship, every phase of a relationship is met with some type of uh conflict, some type of, of uh, trauma, some type of experience that we're going to have to go through um, in a relationship, right? And th that's why it's important for us to really understand ourselves first, right, as an individual, and then understand the other individual that we're getting into a relationship. And then not just that person, but understand, you know, the male and female and how we, how we work, right? How we interact, what what our needs are as an as individual, like me as a as a man, what are my needs, and my wife as a woman, what are her needs? Uh, all of these are things that we have to consider before getting into a relationship. And you know, you know, as as a young individual, this is not something we're thinking about, right? We're just looking at, um, you know, as a fine lady over there, looks really good to to me, very attractive. We'd, we'd like to talk to this young lady, get to talking to the young lady, having good conversations, right? Uh, everything's going good and. You start to engage in in uh, a, what's you know, I guess what we, what we would call a relationship, 
and then as you get deeper into to the relationship then you start to kind of learn things about this person or see things about this person that you didn't see at first right maybe not as attractive to you anymore and you know you want to make some changes now thankfully you know at that stage hopefully you haven't gotten married as yet and you're able to make some changes um but then if you have gotten married you know that's that's another it's another process we have to work through right because you know i i, I always think that every thing in a relationship is salvageable right regardless of if it's uh, someone that we we don't like obviously there are aspects of relationships that you know when we when we talking about uh traumatic experiences like abuse physical abuse verbal abuse um, other traumatic experiences that male and female relationships go through you know though I think those are kind of special cases that that we deal with but you know even those like you know God has worked miracles in a lot of relationships to where individuals have been able to make it through on the on the other end but I'm talking about before even getting to that point right why not learn about yourself as a male or a female, a man or a woman, and then learn about the opposite sex and, and what that individual desires and what their needs are, innately what their needs are. Um, and the only way we can do that is by, uh, by going to the manufacturer, right? And reading the manufacturer's mind, right? right which is the manual. Um, because there, there are, sometimes there are some individuals who pose as uh that they're this they're this type of person like i i used to do this when i was younger right i w would uh, create this persona of myself of someone that i knew that i wasn't but someone that i uh i thought an individual who i was attracted to who i who i wanted to get you know i i created this 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 persona of an of an individual to please them to appease them right so it was me being fake it was me really not being who i was um you know, being a counterfeit of the, the man that I am. Um, and that doesn't bode well, right? Because, you know, eventually, you know, those those counterfeit uh, personalities or characteristics uh, will come to light and it, it won't be sustainable, right? It, that reminds me of, you know, this 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 time my dad received uh, an Audemars Piguet watch, right? He, he had spoken somewhere uh and there was an individual in the crowd i guess who was blessed by what he heard and this individual uh at the end of the service you know came up to my dad and was like man i want to bless you with this watch or whatever blah 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 uh, you know my dad didn't know what the watch was but he uh he came home he, he was traveling he you know got back to the bombers and showed me he's like yo someone kind of gave me this watch or whatever so i looked at the watch saw saw that it was an ap and i was like Yo, someone gave you this watch, and he was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Why?" I was like, "Bro, this is a this is a like super expensive watch." So I was like, "Someone just gave this to you?" And he was like, "Yeah." You know, they were blessed, and you know, this 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 isn't anything out of the ordinary that my dad would experience, right? Because persons would would have done this all the time, but I don't think it was never anything uh, this expensive, uh, at least not not to date, not not at that point, not to that point. Um, so, you know, I looked at the watch, I was like, man, I, this, <laughs> if someone gave you an AP, man, that person must have been really blessed by what you said. Because, you know, my dad didn't know what Audemars Piguet was. But I, you know, kind of explained to him the t type of brand that it was and, and the value of the, the watches and whatnot. So, you know, he 
kept the watch, started to wear the watch or whatever. And at some point, we had an issue with the watch. And, you know, he brought it to me. Or maybe I started to wear the watch. I think I started to wear the watch, actually. Uh, I don't think he like. I think it was a bit too big for him, if I could remember correctly. But he, either way, there, we had an issue with the watch. Something happened and something went wrong, right? So I was like, okay, let me take it to the manufacturers, right? Went, walked into an Audemars baguette store, walked up to the counter and showed the individual this watch. Said, hey, man, I want you to take a look at this watch. It isn't, like, working for some reason. Um... Can you fix this? Yo, this gentleman <laughs> this gentleman looked at me and was like, sir, I'm going to need you to leave the store right now or I'm going to have you arrested. And I was like, oh, what, what is going on? He's like, this watch is a counterfeit watch, sir. Uh, we can't have you in the store with this watch. So we're going to have to ask you to leave immediately. And, yo, the look on his face and the intensity, intensity that he had... It was like, man, how dare you come into this this store with this fake watch asking us to fix this, right? And like, I, I got it, right? I, it took me back to the, to the day my dad brought the watch home and showed it to me. I was like, yo, this watch could possibly be fake. But I didn't want to put that on anyone, right? I was like, yo, if someone is giving my dad a watch, it has to be a real watch or whatever. Turns out that the watch was fake, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just thankful that my dad wasn't the person that walked into into the store with that watch. But nonetheless, right, the, the, the watch turned out to be a counterfeit and was, a, was posing as, like, the real, the real thing, right? But there's always something that happens where the counterfeits are, are brought to light. And, again, this, 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 the manufacturer would be the one to even call out the counterfeit, right? For, for us to really know who we are or who someone else is, Going to the manufacturer and reading the manual and, and saying, well, you know, this is how men should operate. This is how women should operate. And then you're looking at, it, at this individual and be like, man, this is a counterfeit. This isn't something that I want to I, I wanna hold value to, right, or I want to put my value next to. Um, so the, for, for us to understand male and female relations, I, I, I want us to go to the manual, right? Um, and just, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I want to talk about one verse in particular, and then I want to just add some perspective onto it, right? There's, there's one need of a man and one need of a woman that the manual tells us is most important, right? You know, Jesus told men, or told women, women respect your husbands, and then they told men to men to love your wives. So innately that tells us that the need, the, the number one need of a man is, is entirely different than the number one need of a woman. Women need love, right? Women, God instructs us to love women. And that's because that's, that's, that's how he created them. He knows what they need. He, this is my creation. I'm telling you that a woman needs love. A woman doesn't care about respect. A woman doesn't care about uh, you uh, n uh, buying things for or, 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 you know, catering to her in these different ways. But if it isn't expressed to her through love, uh, it's not going to be accepted. And men, to counter that, is doesn't really care about love. Like men doesn't want to be loved. Being loved is good. Being loved is uh, being loved is great. But the way we want that love to be expressed to us is through a show, uh, uh, 
through us being shown respect. I think respect for, for men go much further than, you know, a, uh, a woman loving a man. You know, my wife tell him, tell, telling me that she loves me uh, wouldn't go as far as her telling me that she has a lot of respect for me. Um, and that's because that's the, that's the way that we're made, right? Um, so that's, that's the you know, most important need of a, of a male and most important need of a female. Uh, a man needs to be respected and a woman needs to be loved. Uh, and I was thinking about you know, putting these needs together and, and I, I wanted to kind of give some additional needs for men and additional needs for women. So I'm going to start with the man. So in addition to uh, being respected or being shown respect, um, a man needs sexual fulfillment. You know, I can't tell you the amount of uh, the amount of conversations I've had with my dad or the teachings that I've sat through to where you know some men. I'm, 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 sorry, the the teachings that I've sat through in like in in a men in a men men's meeting. And there's a lot of men that were frustrated because, you know, their sexual drive made them feel like something was wrong with them, right? And they were sitting there talking to my dad and I was like, man, am I, am I broken? Like, is this normal? Like, I have this, this desire to have sex and my, you know, my wife may not share that same desire. So, like, what do I do? And, you know, my dad was like, yo, look. That's in completely normal because of the way that we have been created, the way that we are we were built. Like we were built to uh, to create, right? We the 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 body parts that we have, the organs that we have, is built to produce, right? We are built to give seed um, as much as we can, as much as we want, and enjoy it while we're doing it, right? And then that's just how we how we're built. So sexual fulfillment is a need for men you know so you know sometimes women think that man this all this guy wants is sex 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 he's one have sex in the day in the night in 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 the afternoon like just sex all the time and you know so to the ladies out there your your mind is not broken right he is completely normal working exactly the way that he should be working um but at the same time i think you know men need to understand that that sexual drive isn't this isn't the same in most women right so the the drive sexually that you have isn't the same drive that your wife may have right so there has to be some understanding there right and this I guess this is to the wives for the most part right so knowing that your husband is uh, driven very sexually and, and needs sex not doesn't really want sex or doesn't only want sex he needs it uh, there has to be an understanding there, and I and I think again, knowing and understanding how the product of, of the mind, the male product, was built, and what the makeup of the mind is, and the des- and the desires are. Once you understand this, then once you see that being uh, exuded through the mind, and him saying, "Yo, we're ready to have sex. Can we have sex, please? Can we do sex today? Can we do sex again tomorrow? How about twice today?" Like, that's not normal. I mean, sorry, that's not normal. That is normal. You said it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely normal. And I know my wife sitting over there. <laughs> wrap bur- this up, hurry, bur- wrap this Burning up. to say something because <laughs> she and I have these these conversations all the time. And I try and hard not to bring make it personal. <laughs> cause, but, you know, I again, communication is key. 
And I think sexual fulfillment in men is something that is needed and, and that is highly desired for men. Another thing is um, recreational companionship, right? So we need time to, to, uh, to spend recreationally. Um, some women are able to do that. Some women aren't, right? So men have like friends or acquaintances that we may hang with to, to get that desire or that need fulfilled. Thankfully, my wife is, uh, she loves, we, we enjoy the same recreational activities um, together. So I'm able to, you know, do the majority of it with her. Like she loves sports. She loves to travel. She loves music. She loves um, entertainment. She loves food. You know, so all of these recreational things that we're able to do, <clears throat> I'm happy with because I'm able to do them with her. And again, this is something that, you know, I knew that I wanted or desired. And it was something that I've always looked for, you know, when I thought about dating or, or getting into a relationship. So I, you know, it was because I knew this about myself. I tried to see if, you know, I could find someone that shared the same interests that I had uh, in this capacity. And then again, uh, number three, the third thing men need is attraction, right? Now, attraction is a very relative thing, right? You know, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. What I'm attracted to as a man may not be what you're attracted to as a man. Uh, so, you know, every man's attraction is different. But there's some, there, there has to be something attractive, whether it's the physical, whether it's the the mental, whatever it is, the emotional aspect from a female, there has to be some attraction that the man holds uh, to the female or to the woman. Um, and he needs that. that. That's a need of a man, right? And then the last two are domestic support um, and, again, respect. Um, and from the d domestic support, it's just, you know, someone, if a, my dad always give this analogy where, you know, if you give this woman a seed, she's going to give you a baby, you give this woman a house, she's going to make you a home. You give this woman eggs, she's going to make an omelet. You know, all of these things that uh, we as men are able to provide and, and we're looking and desiring someone to, uh, to, to, to multiply it, right? And, and to make it more, to, to be a domestic support for us, especially in the home when it comes to rearing our kids um, and, create, and building a home that we, we, we all can enjoy. Um, so those are the needs of a man going now switching to the woman the needs of a woman of a woman um again outside of love because a woman needs love um the next thing a woman need it needs is conversation um and i'm sure a lot of my my men out there can can attest to this the amount of conversations that women love to have um and you know i i actually enjoy <coughs> conversations with with my wife um Sometimes it's, it is it is be a lot, but again because I don't do that. It don't be a lot don't sometimes. Do no, they don't ever be a lot. No, because how, how many times have people been around us and asking us if you guys are okay? Because you guys ain't talking. Like, okay, that's that's always funny. <laughs> that's always funny. Because Sharice and I can sit in complete silence and be completely um, comfortable in that silence, and people will look at it like, "Yo, body, are you guys okay?" Um, but again, conversation, my, my, my wife loves to converse. Like she'll be reading something and she'll like tell me and how my wife converse is very unique, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure a lot of you fellas may experience this with your wives uh, as well. And some men too, because I have some male friends that do this as well. But 
half of the conversation, I'd say about 70% of the time, is in my wife's head. So she would say something to me, right? And I would be completely lost, completely clueless um, as to what is being discussed or what we're conversing about. Uh, and when I ask follow-up questions, she's looking at me like, why you can't keep up? Like, and I'm, I'm like, as she, as she talks, I'd be like, well, you didn't say that part. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know what, what, what was being said, right? Correct? Right, right. So, but <laughs> I got to keep up. But um, conversation, because that's how I know, like, I understand that she wants conversation. And then I, I get a better understanding of how my wife converses. I'm able to adapt to these different conversations, right? Some conversations I don't even have to respond to. I just have to listen, right? Just be an error. And I can say, mm-hmm. Or I can say, what? <laughs> you know, I can just make sounds and it'll be fine. Other conversations I have to pay a little more attention to because she's going to start being like, you hear what I say? And I'd be like, all right, all right. Let me put this down and say it again. <laughs> so conversations are important, right? And I think... As, as men, um, knowing that conversations are, are, is a need for women, um, I think it's something that we should and, and, and should always pay attention to, right? Um, the next thing is honesty and openness. And this is a need of women, but I think it's, it's, it's a need in relationships themselves, right? Uh, we all need our spouse to be honest and need them to be open. And open whereas they're comfortable to discuss things, right? And honest. Open to, open to be honest. Sorry, they're comfortable to be open and honest um, in different conversations, in different settings, in different aspects of the relationship. Um, honesty and openness is a necessity. Uh, the next thing is security, right? And this is financial security, uh, physical security, uh, just for your your spouse or your wife to be secure in 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 you right and you as the the man of the home the foundation of the home her being able to know that man the the bills are going to be paid um the the family is going to be safe in in every environment that we go through so a man that is, is able to provide a sense of security for the woman is a need right and you know some it, it's funny to me sometimes right where uh some women are viewed as like gold diggers right uh, and those are like women that only go after men who, f for money, essentially. Um, but I, I think, you know, at the fundamental level of of that search, that's just a desire that all women have, right? Some women just exploit it uh, in areas sometimes where where they can take advantage of it. But all women want to be in a relationship where, you know, the family and, and they are financially secure, where they're physically safe and they have a good roof over their bodies and in their, are, are in a safe environment uh, for the family to, to be raised. So security is a need, right? It's, it's not, sometimes we look at, you know, women looking for financial security as a negative, right? And I'm, I, I just, I guess never understood that. Just, just, and I think that's just me knowing the need of a, of a woman, right? And, and knowing that that's just a desire that most women have. And most men, men want to be financially secure too, right? And it's just where we are in our process and our journey of financial security. Um, but just know that that's a desire. That doesn't have to be a negative thing. Again, some women exploit that and, and exaggerate that and take advantage of it. Uh, so I guess be cautious of, of those situations. But I, even I think in communicating and talking through uh, those desires that some of those women have, I think we'll get an understanding that, man, this is just a need that, you know, I want to be 
uh, in a fin- in a in a secured relationship, both financially and and personally, physically. And then uh, the last thing is commitment. You know, women are j- just want to have and be in a committed relationship, committed to a man who is committed to them, right? A man who is always going to wake up and choose them, right? Regardless of uh, how they look, how they look ten years from now, how many kids they they get, you know the the flaws that they come with in in the relationship just understanding that man i have someone that even with all of this baggage and luggage that i'm bringing into the relationship um we're going to be committed right i'm going to be committed to him and he's going to be committed to me um and again this is this is just me talking about the uh, the understanding that we're never going to get someone that is complete, right? We're never going to get this finished product. We're never going to get an individual where there's no more work that needs to be done, right? In every relationship, uh, the work always continues. In every everything we do in life, right? The work always continues. There's a there's always going to need to be a desire to learn and get gain information to gain an understanding, so that we can apply that knowledge. Uh, into the situation, whether whether it be our relationships, whether it be our professional lives, whether it be our personal lives, but being able to apply that knowledge with the right understanding, um, it it's going to show us wise in every aspect of it. And the things that we put our hands to are going to be successful and the relationships that we get in are going to be successful because everyone is knowledgeable about where they are, who they are, and, and who they are dealing with, who they're in, in a relationship with. Um, so we're all incomplete. We're all incomplete individuals by design. And, and I think when we come together, you know, and again, this is coming off of, of Valentine's Day last week. You know, all the lovers out there, again, happy Valentine's Day. <clears throat> but as we move beyond Valentine's Day, I want us to, to gain a consciousness of the needs of the other individual in the relationship and the needs of ourselves, right? Really understand who we are innately. The, there are certain things that, that we we, we not only want, but we need as individuals. Um, and I think as we continue to, to learn that information and understand that information, um, the better we are going to be um, in the relationships that we have. All right. So that's what I wanted to share today. Um, just, you know, real, just, just something from the heart that I wanted to kind of express and, and show the importance of you know, when we're dealing with uh, anything that we're dealing with, always uh, go to the manual for the right instructions. Um, let's, let's stop going to all these these non-certified or non-authorized dealers, right? Let's take it to uh, the area and the person or the organizations where these products and, and services were created for us, all right? So that brings us to the portion of the pod where I leave with you a milestone. And this milestone obviously is going to be, again, related to the topic that we, we, we discuss, relationships, right? And this milestone is simply the beauty of a strong relationship lies in the consistent support, understanding, and love exchanged between two people. So just like everything else in life, a successful relationship is about consistency, right? Consistency in uh, the support that we show, consistency in the understanding and the compromise that we have, and then the consistency, the consistency in the exchange of love. 
Uh, and in the exchange of love, or the exchanges of love, knowing how to love that individual, right? I think each of us should know by now that we, we all express and receive love differently, right? There's five love languages, and we need to understand what my love languages is and what our significant other or what my wife love languages is, language is. Um, and I think, you know, once we're able to do that and be consistent in showing that support and showing that, uh, that love to the individual, um, our relationships are going to flourish, right, and, and going to be super successful. Um, so I just wanted to leave that with you. Consistency is key in everything that we do, all right? Okay, so that brings us to the end of another pod. Uh, as always, thank you guys for sticking and staying with me. I hope that uh, this this uh, this pod was enlightening to you and gave you a, a bit more information and made you curious to want to go and search for more information in the manual, the Book of Life, um, as I refer to it. All right, but as you know, on this pod, the goal is always to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts and any limitations that you may think exist, always knowing that those limitations only exist in your mind. All right, until next time, you guys stay blessed. 40 minutes.